Endless lemons, and here there is more. Millions of fruits and vegetables without end. Her name was Adi Kaplun. She and her husband Anani moved to Kibbutz Holit near Gaza to build a life together. This is our bedroom, and the bed was built by my husband. Adi gave a tour to an Israeli news station a few years ago. I study Judaism, and it helps to calm me, and some of the lessons are practical. We know this language, but we speak in a different dialect. On the morning of October 7th, Anani was out on a sunrise hike with friends, while Adi was home with their three-year-old son, Negev, and six-month-old son, Eshel. Her dad, Yaron, was visiting the kibbutz, staying in the guest house across the street. And then, Hamas attacked. All the shooting started at 6.30 in the morning. I immediately called her to ask if I can come be with her. She said, absolutely not. No way, definitely not. She said, Dad, stay in the apartment. Don't come out and close yourself in the safe room. Of course, I listened to her. Hamas terrorists arrived on motorcycle and foot, killing innocent civilians and migrant workers. Yaron closed himself off in a safe room, as did Adi hiding with her sons in her house's safe room. We hear shooting, then quiet. Another house. Shooting, then quiet. At 12.30, Adi sends me a text message. Dad, lock the door strongly. We guess that according to what happened afterward, that was when they came into her house. There was shooting, there was lots of shooting noises, very loud, very close to me. I tried to call her. She didn't answer. After a few times, the phone was disconnected. I already had a bad feeling. Yoram had no way of knowing Hamas terrorists had dragged his grandsons, Negev and Eshel, to another house, where Hamas terrorists then fired into a shelter and killed Chaim Katzman, and then dragged out Avital Alajem. They took me to the living room and then came more terrorists with the children of my friend Adi, which is, she is still missing. Um, they gave me Eshel, which is his four and a half months old, um, and Negev, who is almost four years old, both traumatized. And they just gave them to me. Avital, Negev, and Eshel were then kidnapped and dragged at gunpoint to Gaza as hostages. Hamas then even used images of Negev in propaganda to show how compassionate they were. Propaganda that appeared in Arabic media that we will not show you. The reality, of course, was far different. They were traumatized. They were shocked. Um, Negev has a bullet, had a bullet that crossed his foot. And uh, Eshel, the baby, he was breathing so much uh, gunfire and his lungs were absorbing so much um, yeah, both of them were traumatized and they were just quiet. They kept like, you know, gazing at the terrorist with terrified eyes. Negev, the four-year-old, he was wounded. So he couldn't walk, he was crawling, he was crying. It was a tra traumatized experience. Miraculously, Avital managed to escape with the boys and they were able to reunite with their father. Yaron was rescued from his safe room by Israeli soldiers. They searched Adi's house. They found nothing and no one. The entire house was filled with so many bullets, bullets from a firearm. The door of the safe room, the door looked awful. It was full of holes, 
full of bullet holes, dozens of bullets. Then the mystery. Where was Adi? Where was she? We don't know she's missing. Days passed. I mean, I couldn't even touch my shoulders. I was so tense. And then the grim answer came. Adi had been murdered. Her body was booby-trapped. It had been hidden in her house. It had been there the whole time. It turned out afterward that because I didn't move anything, everything was booby-trapped with grenades, and only after three days, it turned out that a D was underneath all the mess under the bed. They shot her. They shot her really cruelly. They really murdered her. All the bullets that were in the door, her body absorbed some of them. It's a terrible ending, but there was an end. And every day it just it's worse. It gets worse. There's more hostages. There's more... Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, I, you know, just the three days waiting, not knowing. Um, I can't imagine the people who are were 17 days now waiting and don't know. I, I can't imagine. The grandsons, thankfully, were alive. But how is Negev today? What had he seen? His foot is now healing, but what of his heart? What of his soul? I know that he was told right from the start that his mother was not coming back. I, I don't know how he's processing it. What was the purpose of killing Adi Kaplun? What does it achieve to kill her in front of her baby boys? For now, all that Jackie and Yarun can do is grieve the loss of their beloved daughter and hug their grandsons. I came first to the hospital. Uh, Negev was eating supper at the time. And he told me, Saba, come sit beside me. I wanna, I, I'm eating supper, and I want you to sit beside me. I was just so glad to see that he, that he was running around and that Eshel has the most beautiful smile. And I got to hold him. <laughs>